Welcome to Pivot to First. Hi, I'm Mike Seidel. I'm the CTO at Pivot CX. Every day I get to work with some of the brightest minds in the industry with one goal, turning hiring and people strategy into a competitive advantage. Hi, I'm Mike Seidel with Pivot CX and welcome to Pivot to First. Today I'm joined by Jen Paxton, co-founder at Jammer. Before joining, before starting Jammer, she was VP of People and Talent at Privy and also was Director of Talent for Level Up. At Jammer, uh, Jen is out there bringing to employers a brand new take on how to do employment video. Jen, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. So glad to be here. Well, thanks. I'm really excited about this because uh, video is actually an area that's near and dear to my heart, not just because we have a podcast and that kind of thing, but because I get to work with a lot of employers who do, um, they try really, really hard. I mean, it's it, you see these companies and some of the biggest companies in the world, they're like, we need to get video into our recruiting process. And so they bring in ad agencies, they bring in all kinds of, of really talented people, right? And, and what they end up producing, it's kind of all the same. Yeah, uh, producing all the same, and I'd say potentially stale or um, not content that's going to last forever, right? Like you record one video and then something happens. It's, it's challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I see a lot of recruiting, like when I look at a lot of uh, career websites, you know, for us, we, we go out with our software and we hook up to career websites and, and we want to hook the application up to our chat platform so that we can trigger conversations with candidates. And video is a big piece of a lot of career sites, at least by what the employers are spending money on. And you go look at the videos that they're putting in there. And um, it's like they haven't went around and looked at anybody else's career site to see what everybody else is doing because they all do the exact same thing, it seems like. And, and um, you know, it's it's not about the candidate. It's about the employer. So tell us a little bit about Jammer and the approach that you're taking to video and what, what you're doing is different. Yeah. So Jammer is helping companies to, to scale video content for recruiting and actually for onboarding purposes as well. And the biggest okay. thing for us is having authentic videos, having that voice uh, of your employees that can actually tell the experience and the culture of the company. It's kind of like bringing life to glass door reviews, except in a, I would say probably in a more positive way <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> Well, it's, it's interesting you bring up Glassdoor because your career, the career website, a lot of times, um, you know, if you go look at most companies, they are not going to be top rated on Glassdoor. In fact, most companies just kind of law of, law, law of statistics, you're going to be yeah. more likely to be average or below average than you are to be great. And one of the few places where employers get a chance to differentiate themselves is the video they present to a candidate. Mm -hmm. um, so um, it's actually pretty important. Definitely. I mean, with uh, kind of this age uh, and, and kind of time that we are in right now, video is so crucial. I mean, we have lots of people posting on TikTok and Instagram reels. And so when companies actually start to embrace video, they're developing a deeper relationship with candidates and actually really giving candidates a realistic preview into their culture in, in such a great way, which I mean, the best megaphone for your culture is your employees. So being able to have that megaphone out there in real life and in real time, I mean, what's better than that? <laughs> well, I, I know this, that, um, you know, for just from a product, our product standpoint, we have a, an explainer video that takes all of maybe 38 seconds. It takes 20 minutes of conversation to get through the communicating that 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 little tiny clip of video will do. And I know when it comes to differentiating uh, employment and, and employer brand, 
um, video has the ability to do that, I think, faster than almost anything. So, um, you know, I'm really interested in, in, you know, if I was an employer coming to you, um, what are the, th what are the three things that, uh, that, that you really think as an employer, I need to be thinking about when I'm approaching, uh, doing video and, and where should I be using video? Yeah. Well, I think that the highest hitting aspect, of course, is your career site. So you want to be thinking about how you can actually incorporate video into your career site. But also, uh, because of this candidate market, you want to think about how you can actually incorporate video into your sourcing strategy as well. Because video is so engaging and you're able to actually get more, I would say, more click-through rates with, with a video in particular on that end. So I think that's, those are kind of the two main sources that I would think through. And then when you're thinking about the content for it, I mean, especially when I was, you know, in my recruiting days uh, in, in lovely days past, like, I remember candidates would ask, like, why did you join? I got that mm -hmm. question on every single phone screen I did. And I, I mean, I did a lot of, I mean, thousands of phone screens. And so I think about, you know, I would answer very honestly about, you know, why I joined the company and what makes me stay. But then also, if you can have more data points uh, about other employees sharing, you know, why they joined it and what makes them stay or what makes them so excited to work at the company in general, um, those are things that candidates are really going to be engaged with. And uh, they're going to get that throughout the interview process. But if they can get it from more people in a, in a scalable way, um, then that's what you want to go with, too. Okay, so Jammer, what what makes your pla your platform different and scalable? What is it that because that's one thing I hear different in what you're saying is is you know everybody everybody who does video does video, but nobody says I do video in a scalable way. What is that? Yeah, so one of the things we wanted to make sure we were doing is making it as frictionless as possible for employees to upload a video. We are able to set up custom, you know, templated campaigns for the HR, the talent acquisition person with these questions that are going to be very engaging. So employees are going to want to answer these questions and candidates want to hear the answers to these questions. And then all a talent acquisition or HR or, or whoever's kind of in the platform, they just have to send a link to the employee. That link is a web, um, it's a web link. They don't have to download anything, uh, make a password, or, or really si sign up for anything. So it's very frictionless there. And it's as easy as them recording a video on their phone and uploading that video to that Okay, and that, and that makes a big difference because yeah. it's, it, you know, when you talk about, you said genuine earlier on. And one of the big problems that you see with, with video that goes on career websites is it gets very corporate. Yes. Um, and, and, and people feel like it's maybe staged. But when you're recruiting through, uh, you know, somebody's mobile phone or the webcam on their computer, um, you know, it, it's personal, it's real. Um, so, so you're taking advantage of the fact that we've got two years worth of everybody knowing how to, to sit in front of their computer and, and, and be on camera and making it so that you can put that to work for you to, to collect really great video clips that, that can be put together for really believable, great career videos. Exactly. And when you think about, you know, I, I'm not going to knock kind of companies getting video staging companies to maybe do these phenomenal sizzle reels. But you think about yeah. how much, number one, how much that costs, which is definitely like going to hit a budget somewhere. And then also, number two, you have this beautiful sizzle reel, but then one person leaves. And you're like, I can't use that reel any longer. So the scalable part for Jammer is that you have individual videos that you can do within the platform or you can put together a few montages of videos and actually interchange people out. So we're all about kind of that micro content that you can use. Sure. For both of those. 
that that makes a lot of sense. It really may. It, it sounds like that really compared to what I see on a lot of career sites could really make a big difference. And it also sounds like for a lot of people that might be looking at their career site going, we really need to spruce this thing up. It sounds like this might be a great place to start. Yeah. Well, and the other thing I will say as well um, about the about the product and in general, um, I so I came from kind of the talent acquisition space and I would definitely have to you know negotiate with marketing to get like content produced sometimes. And there wasn't, you know, when I first was starting out, there wasn't employer branding. It wasn't a thing like people didn't have employer branding jobs, like not at least not my, no. my company. And uh, in addition to that, I had to at one point I learned um, some HTML and CSS so that I could actually update the career site ourselves, uh, like myself. And then, and other than that, like I'd have to like become friends with, you know, our engineering team so that we could get like one color change. So with Jimmer in particular, there's one line of code that gets dropped on the site and then the talent acquisition or HR person or really whoever's managing the platform can actually go in and do everything else themselves. So there's not a lot of engineering lift. Um, and it's instantaneous. So for some reason, a person does leave, you just click one button to get them off, like with the, the URL that they're linked to, and they're off the site immediately, which has got to be better than, you know, waiting six months for a person to get taken off career site, which has happened to me in the past. Oh, no, that's real. That happens a lot, especially when, when, uh, when your talent acquisition team has to wait around for the web team over in a different yeah. department to do anything. And the bigger your employee, the bigger the employer is, the more likely you're going to have to go through marketing and IT and uh, probably some kind of legal review and all of that, that. That really makes it almost impossible to get things done. So it's a lot better. I love I love the idea of being able to just place that code once and then and then be able to change um, because because career web you know career websites should be more dynamic um, and, and should change a little bit. Um, thing, things don't remain the same in recruiting every day. So you should you should be adopting. That's wonderful. So it sounds like your product uh, sounds like things are going well. I know, uh, you know, I think it, you know, based on your LinkedIn profile, it says May 2022. Is that is that when you launched or did you launch before that? Yeah. So uh, my co-founder, Brian, actually came to me uh, back in November of uh, 20. Uh, what is this? 2021. And uh, and so he was coming to me with this MVP about uh, that was that was Jammer and it had kind of one of the product features. And initially I was like, this is a really cool product. I want like I want to be involved. And he actually was uh, in, in his own way. He was like, no, I, I want you to actually be a co-founder with me. Like, can, can, do you want to come be the co-founder? And that went right okay. in my head. Like that, that took me like a month before he was like, no, Jen, like I want you. Cause so I was like, yeah, let me get you to other people and maybe I can connect you to all these. And nope, that was, he was asking me. So, um, sadly enough, like my like imposter syndrome and kind of like, maybe I'm a dullard at this point, like just did not, did not resonate. And then, um, then yeah, incorporation paperwork went into place and then we got some, some tiny seed funding actually. And, uh, and then, yeah, the rest is, rest is history in May 2022. So. Well, I love I love the way that you're launching. Uh, one of the things that, you know, and this is my sixth my sixth company that I've started here, and one of the lessons I've learned the hard way is that um, what you don't want to do is go out and raise a lot of money and then build a company. What you really want to do is go build a product, get a little bit of validation that hey, people like this, they'll buy it, get some investment, get enough investment to get going. 
take it another step, get it to where you actually maybe have paying customers and then go for a bigger round of money. So I love the idea of starting with a small round and then being able to grow into something that, that you could raise more money with, or maybe ne you never do need to, but uh, it's really a great way to do it. That's the, really the best because you're going to be closer to your customers. Your customers are going to give you better input. You're going to be more likely to really hit, really have a hit. Um, so, so congrats on the great start. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely feel very, um, fortunate that like a lot of the customers and you know, the, the ideal customer profile is actually like a person that has been in, I, I have been in that seat before. And so I feel like I can talk with them more about what their pain points are and what they're experiencing and then how we mm -hmm. might be able to solve it in, in a more like in a real way. Whereas if I, if I hadn't actually experienced the pain point, maybe I wouldn't be able to talk to it as, um, as you know, truthfully as, as I can. <laughs> no, it really helps to be an insider. It really helps to be, be uh, building something for uh, really to help people that have done what you've done before. Um, you, you have an intuition to what you need to do that other people won't have, especially with the, the, you know, kind of the cliche of engineers building stuff for people that they've never done the job for, <laughs> you know, they do, they've never done that job, but they're engineering something and um, they don't know the right questions to ask sometimes. Yeah. So I really, it really, really sounds uh, exciting. And, and honestly, the beginning of these things, when you're just getting, just getting the, uh, the wind under your wings uh, to get, get off the ground and everything. That's the most exciting time with this. So tell, tell me a little bit about, um, you know, if I were an employer aside my career website, where else should I be? You know, you mentioned uh, onboarding. Um, where else do you think that we should be really using video and, and what kind of message goes when? What, when do I want to say what? Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think kind of with with social media in general. I mean, there's there's so many avenues for it. So I didn't I did mention kind of Instagram. Um, I also think you know LinkedIn video has been uh, really engaging, and uh, I've actually seen people using uh, using video in emails as well, or like even sending mm -hmm. a gift uh, with a link to a video. Um, we we've done a lot of uh, a lot of that with our, our customers as well, having kind of video embedded in uh, in the email as well. Um, but also, yeah, going back to kind of the LinkedIn side of it, I, I think that's been probably one of the most like resurgent um, places video is, is starting to really pop up in. You know, uh, one thing that I think would be interesting to try, we we do a lot of texting, and uh, our. Um, very typically the cycle with what we do goes, uh, somebody applies for a job and uh, within 60, about 60% of candidates that apply on Pivot CX, uh, start a conversation with a live person within four minutes. Wow. And uh, because of that, it, it really opens up some opportunities because we'll get questions like, what's the job like? Uh, you know, mm -hmm. candidate, you know, will apply for a Java developer position or something and uh, they'll get the first text message and uh, that, and then reply to it and say, yeah, I'm interested. And then we'll be talking with the candidate and they'll, they'll want to know what's it like. And back to where video really works well, it would be so awesome to be able to share, you know, well, let me uh, have show you a video from somebody that will be a coworker for you yeah. about what it's like and, and be able to share that to them just like on the spot. Yeah, I mean, all all the videos in the Jammer platform are downloadable, and so you could put them in. Yeah, you could actually put them into text messages as well if you wanted to. Um, yeah. That would be yeah. I hadn't. Uh, I 
I have to be honest, I hadn't like immediately thought of, of that side of it. I probably, it's probably like my, my old school mentality. Like I know, I know people text people, but like, and I, I text my friends all the time, but like, I didn't think about like the candidate, the candidate experience is kind of moving that direction too. Well, the the thing that's going on, right. Only 20% of companies have text driven recruiting processes. A lot of companies have the ability to send a text message, but most of them don't employ it. And, and they're really missing out because 90% of text messages are read within three minutes. And then, you know, if we're talking about recruiting, the, the secret is that, um, you know, if you apply for a job and I send you a message that's something like, hi, I'm Mike, I'm a recruiter with Pivot CX. I'm ready to start on your application. Do you have time now? If I send a message like that to you, 60% of the time, you're going to say yes and have a complete conversation with me right now and um you just can't beat it i mean 90 percent read rate plus you know 60 percent of the candidates do a full engagement the same day they applied um there's uh, nothing else out there like it and so we're really you know in our world we're trying to get that uh 20 up to 80 (laughs) percent but uh, you know i do see things really moving towards more and more text-based more more um you know, chat-based communication, because everything seems to just be moving that way. It just seems to be, you know, we do everything that way now. And uh, the thing that's really neat is video fits into that very well. Definitely. I can, I can definitely see that. Like, yeah. So, uh, but big picture, you know, look, looking at, at what do people, what do you see out there where companies get things dreadfully wrong with video? When you go look at like, uh, what are the, just, I'm an employer, um, what, what are the things I should never do with video? Yeah. I mean, there are kind of like the basic video tips of like your lighting and your surrounding not being kind of cluttered and not having kind of a lot of outside you know noise happening. Uh, but then the other thing I think that comes up, uh, and this is something um, people just kind of got to get comfortable being on video and seeing themselves on video because what will happen is people will be really stiff and they're not stiff personalities like that but they will be very stiff and they'll look kind of like this like they're doing a robot being a little bit of a robot potentially and i i look at that video, i'm like no like i have talked to you via video before like you've been at like you you were animated like you are not this robot person or they're reading off a script which is also like so so tough because Video can sometimes be very nerve wracking, especially for people who are not comfortable with it. But then when they are reading it off a script, like it just, it just doesn't come off as authentic. And I think you actually get even more nervous because you know when you're missing a word on that script, but nobody else looking at that video knows that you missed a word. You know, unless it's like a completely you know bonker sentence that you're going to say, like you're you're fine. So um, I think those are the biggest things that that people are doing. Um, and then one that I feel like always comes up, and it, again, it's like just general video practices, but it's when somebody's not centered on a video or like or they're moving too much. Like this is just like, exhausting, oh, yeah. right? So, um, so I think that's something that uh, people just need to be aware of because uh, you can have an adamant, per- like an animated personality, but like also not be like all over the well, place. Jen, I'm, <laughs> I'm suddenly becoming very, very self-conscious of my own behavior here. No. <laughs> no, it's you know, every every bit of advice you gave. It, it's right. Here's the hard part with video. I think the hard part for people with video is just that um, they have a higher expectation of perfection mm. than is achievable. Yeah. And so people get in front of that camera and they think they've got to get everything exactly right. 
And sure, it would be better if you could do that, but watch the news, watch TV a little bit, watch the professionals do it. And if you watch them closely, you will find they don't get it perfect, do they? Yeah, I I just, again, like going back to this, no one's looking at the script and what you're saying. You could say, you could say anything, you know, um, and it's going to go, it's going to go fine at that point. Um, I think getting back to kind of that level of authenticity, you know, people in normal speak say ums, they don't always have the right words. They maybe are not making perfectly you know, grammatic sentences working up. I just did it there. Uh, so, and, and people want to know who the real person is they're going to be working with, you know, not this like scripted or polished person that they're seeing on the screen. Oh my gosh. This is, this is interesting because <laughs> oh, we run into sorry. the same thing when we're teaching, like we get a, a new employer that gets our chat platform and we're teaching mm -hmm. their recruiters how to chat and they all want to run every text message through their grammar checker. And the thing that's really bad about that, and it's just like video, those little mistakes are the things that help people go, wait a minute, I'm not talking to a chat bot. I'm talking to a real person. And with video, it's the same thing. It's I'm talking to a very real person. They make mistakes. They say, um, and ah, you know, they, they, they can't hold their eyes in the right place all the time. They, they they're, they're human, right? Yeah. So it makes a huge difference. So, you know, any, anything else that you see with just uh, general big faux pas with career video? Ooh, um, I think one of the other things I've noticed, and this is more, I think maybe a pet, like not a pet peeve. I don't, I don't know. I'm, 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 I can get kind of weird about things like this, but sometimes when people are wearing um, either like bright colors or very like, just intricate patterns, it can be very distracting. Oh, no, no, you're fine. Like logos are good. Like logos are fine, right? Um, but like if you're wearing, if you're wearing something that is extremely distracting and you're moving a little bit, or if there's something shiny or um, you're wearing like a jingly bracelet or something, it's gonna distract from what the candidate wants to see, which is or hear mm -hmm. is you. And so I think that can be always um, can always be a challenging thing too to, to have. Um, so if that does your, you know, when you look at Jammer, do you, do you have some coaching and tips that go along with it? Yes. So um, there is some coaching and tips in the platform before the employee would record the video. And then mm -hmm. I'm actually about to release um, a three, uh, three blog post series with examples about okay. who's and don'ts about how to look comfortable on video and then look good on video. Um, so I'm excited about that too. Absolutely. If, if you get those out, uh, we're going to publish this one here in, in a few weeks. Okay. If you get the link to us, we'll go ahead and publish that with the uh, with the video awesome. from this. That would yeah, be that's fun. Great. <laughs> yeah. great tips, though, all of it. So uh, just big picture. Uh, what what do you think video? Do you think everything will be go video? You know, are we all going to be living in FaceTime world pretty soon. Oh, I, I mean, I, I definitely think it's headed that way. Um, you know, the trend for video it has been going up steadily, you know, over the last few years for sure, but it doesn't seem to be dying down. It actually no. seems to be, I would say, doubling down on engagement. Um, the, the funniest kind of indicator for me was there was a TikTok video of a person sharing their compensation that went extremely viral. And 
when I first thought about TikTok, I thought about TikTok being more like, oh, it's just this fluffy, like non, like socially fun, like not professional kind of thing. And then this started to like creep into the professional side of it. So I think it's one of those evolutions that companies are going to have to continue to evolve and adapt with, um, or they're going to be like dinosaurs and we know what happened to them. So. Yep, I do. So, uh, <laughs> so the, just a couple last questions for you. Yeah. Um, first thing, is there anything that we missed that you want to share with the audience? Ooh, um, I think the other thing that you can can think about, kind of, especially when you're thinking about recruitment marketing and and just employer branding in particular, is not to just let kind of your TA team, your marketing team, drive that conversation. There are many people at the company that um, either have an interest in recruiting or um, or just naturally want to brag about the company. And so getting them into the conversation early about your employer branding proposition or uh, employee value proposition um, is really important because then it's not just, you know, coming from like a top down approach. It's actually coming from more of a community. And honestly, you're going to get the most rich and authentic kind of collaboration if you do it that way. Okay, a couple of quick questions, and I ask all my guests these three, so this will, this will be fun and hopefully a little bit of a surprise. So what's your favorite business book? Ooh, I have like five on my desk right at this moment. I'm like, ooh, which one do I choose? Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to go with, uh, it's, it's between Radical Candor and the first 90 days right now. Um, so every single time there is like a new life event or something new, uh, either with myself or a person at the company or a person I'm coaching, I always tell them to reread it and do one of the exercises in the first 90 days. Um, and every time I read it, there's something new that, um, that happens and appears. Um, and then for radical candor, I really love, um, like Kim Scott being and what the kind of how she actually portrays, you know, giving feedback to people and feedback being a gift. Um, I think it's something that was very, um, can, can be very challenging to learn. <laughs> and so, um, so I, I feel like I kind of reread that very often as well. It's actually on my shelf back here. So I was like going to turn my video for it, but I won't, I won't spoil the time. <laughs> no, those are, those are, that's, those are both great books. Um, they're both must reads really. Um, okay. This is more personal favorite movie. Ooh. Um, so I would probably have to say it's still, um, it's, it's called Keeping the Faith. It is Edward Norton, Ben uh, Stiller, and Jen Elfman. Um, it's a very, it's a like 90s movie, very, very, very old, like, you know, a thing of the past. Um, but I actually really just like the comedy in it and like this, the, the dynamic between, you know, three friends. Okay. And then finally, um, any, any favorite words of advice that, that you have? Ooh, that's an interesting one. I mean, one of the things I, I feel like I live by and it's probably, it's caused me to change career. Like it's, it caused me to like change jobs more often than not. And like actually push myself more, but how you live your day is how you live your life. And so if I'm not actually being fulfilled during a day, I kind of like, take a look and I'm like, well, what am I doing? Like, what did I not do that didn't make me fulfilled? And you, those days start to add up, especially, you know, I have two young kids and 
they grow up very fast and I didn't realize it until I had kids, but um, every single day is, is, can be very fulfilling and different, but also they just start to blur together after a while too. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the thing about time, you can't get it back. No, you really can't. You can't get it back. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Jen. I really enjoyed yeah. talking to you, Jen Paxton, uh, Jammer, and strongly recommend you go over to Jammer's website and take a look at their product. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.